previously on Spectrum Files. Tony Maloney, Vape Lord, and Merry Christmas uh, went off with the guy that you guys brought in. Uh, his name is Dr. Spite. He was a, uh, he uh, supposedly was a well-known scientist, but didn't give you guys enough details about what he did. Afternoon, officer. So we heard about a disturbance over here? Yes. Allow me to open the door. The moment that they open up the door, you see the three researchers, your friends, run out. I'm trying to stop them. And the other the police officers come up to them, grab them with the uh, ends of the tasers, and just knock them out. I'm going to be honest with you, officers. This is something I've never seen. Uh, do, and, uh, do any of them know your civilian identity or no? Uh... No, because my civilian identity is Jane. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. My back door is missing. Board it up, mm. please. Do you really care about your door more than your friends? You just let these so-called cops take them? They're taking my research assistants to attempt to cure them of whatever just happened. Uh, stay in school. Don't do drugs. Uh, that's my advice. Anyways, thank you so much for tuning in. I see uh, some of you guys have been listening to episode two uh, of Spectrum Files and have listened to episode one. Uh, now, that doesn't bother me personally, but it would help in understanding what's going on if you listen to that particular series from the beginning. <laughs> FYI, we are going to be working on our website, uh, SciStar.net, uh, to gussy it up a little bit, as it were. Uh, so it might go down for a while in the next few weeks. Um, we'll keep you posted on when we actually get to do that and when it will be returning. If you liked our show, be sure to give us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate that, and it'll really help us out a lot. Uh, you can also follow our show at CanvasCast or our main account to keep up with all of our projects at SciStar Comics. Uh, my personal account at JohnnyVE3 or David's account at CC underscore Foss, and if I wasn't very obvious, uh, those are all on Twitter. Uh, now, without further ado, here is Spectrum Files, Blank Slate, Episode 3. James, what does James do when he leaves? Presumably I, uh, go moving, uh, close enough to wherever I live, maybe a couple blocks away, uh, change into a civilian identity and walk home from there. Uh, you're walking home? Uh, I have a question. How are your parents, like, how are they, uh, how do they interact with you, essentially. Uh, I'm basically asking you, how the fuck do you want me to act in a second? Shoot, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh, wait, you said parents? Parents. Parents. I, I thought you said parrot. Oh, how do your parrots talk to you, James? <laughs> hey, hello, James! <laughs> Hi, Polly! <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not have a parrot. I could have had oh, a parrot. Okay. There is a uh, a beacon move that says you have a, a smaller companion, but I didn't take it. Oh. Wait, so you can be like fucking Ron Stoppable? <laughs> yeah. Or uh, oh god, think, he is a beacon. Yeah, uh, Gertrude, I think from the Runaways has a pet vel Velociraptor. Yes, what the fuck? Does. Just casually has a pet Velociraptor. Okay. Uh, well, you have to remember, all the Runaways had uh, super villains for parents. Oh. What the fuck? Okay. No, the Runaways is great. I hear there's a Hulu series, but I'm, I refuse oh, to pay for yes. Hulu. It is great. I've, I've watched it. It's really good. Uh, the, the new... There's actually a, a run of Runaways in Marvel right now. Like, after the fact. We're off topic. <laughs> we have run away from to from the topic. Okay, uh, run away tangent aside. Um, <laughs> what are your parents like, James? I don't know. Uh, well, first of all, I'm closeted, so they wouldn't know. 
that that I go by James, so they would definitely call me Jane. I don't know. Alright, I'm giving you free reign here. The only thing that I have absolutely decided is in my room, there is definitely a poster of the superhero equivalent of a boy band who combined their powers make them a flying brick. <laughs> Can they be the five-man band? No, no, there's only three of them. One of them has super strength, one of them has endurance, and one of them flies. That they're a flying brick. Oh my god. Wait, is that their name? Absolutely not. That'd be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know how James is with, with names and stuff. Even though James didn't come up with the name for his superhero, uh, but <laughs> you uh, you arrive at your home, and you were actually greeted by uh, not your parents. They're out. Uh, they're out at the moment, running some errands. You're actually greeted by your uncle. He's visiting from out of town. He's uh, you. You kind of already knew about this. He's visiting from out of town. And he is, um, uh, yeah, so he's, he's, he's not as, uh, conservative as, as, uh, James's parents might be. He, uh, you, all you know is that he's, uh, come down to this town to explore the, explore Dallas, kind of just, like, get, get to know the place a little bit more. You know that he's, uh, looking for something or someone. Yeah. Uh, your uncle's name is Aaron, by the way. I'm just assuming that you guys are in the same room at this point. Hey, kiddo, how you doing? I'm I'm doing fine. Yeah, uh, you're a little bit home late from school, don't you think? Uh, I I hung out with some friends. Oh, cool. Well, like video games and stuff. Is that I don't know. Uh, kids still do that, right? I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I'm just joking with you. I'm not. It's like I I I think it's just funny whenever adults try to act like they're old. They they know what's going on. <laughs> right. So uh, how's school going? Uh, it's okay. Obviously not my favorite place in the world. Kids being dicks? Nah, it's just school. Oh. million other places I'd rather be. Nah, man, it's just... Yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it. It's... it's tough sometimes. Uh, I don't know if you know this. I didn't, uh, I went... <laughs> I used to go to a lot of schools. You, you moved around a lot? Or... Yeah, I moved around a lot. Yeah, it wasn't really my fault, it was just, we're... You know, we had we had to, we just had to. You know, danger comes crawling, and you gotta go. What? What? What kind of danger? Um, you know, just same old, same old. Just it's sometimes it's hard to avoid damage. Sometimes you lose people. Sometimes you know your house gets destroyed or something. But your parents never really tell you why things happen. They just happen. I never really found out about what happened back in the day. But it's what it is. Uh, Allison, you're getting a couple of messages right now? Mm-hmm. You don't do anything, do you? Uh, no, I continue to ignore the message. Um, I am, well, I mean, as soon as we left, I just continue. My one priority is I want to go and find these kids again, because I, I have questions that I need answers to. But the thing is, I still have to maintain my personal life. And I have scheduled to go work. Uh, I have a party I have to go perform at. Because Allison is a street magician uh, slash party magician. So I guess upon, depending on what time it is, I might, you know, skulk around the city a bit. See if I can find the little kids again. And if I can't, then I'll rush over to, like, the party I'm supposed to be at at that time to, you know, to, you know, get paid and do my performances. So you're going to a kid's party? Uh, yes. I have a job I have to get to. So I'm at the job, I guess. And, you know, I'm doing my little magic tricks. I do my illusion magic. So I'm like, hey kids, um, who wants to see this box disappear? Anyone? Come on. Hey. Huh? Yeah. <gasps> it, it, it sounds as sarcastic as I am being. <laughs> hey. okay. So I put my cape over it. I have my little cape, whatever. And I do some magic, some psychic construct, whatever, and I slowly move the box away. I tear my cape uh, away and bam, vanish. Voila! And the box has magically disappeared. Applause? Yay! This is a tough crowd, man. 
Okay guys, how about we do a card trick? Hey, we'll pick a card, any card. And so I do a little bit of card tricks and... The five of spades! <laughs> no, you're not supposed to tell me what card you got. How else am I gonna, you know, tell you what your card was? Okay, let's try this again. And I'll probably try to do the trick a couple more times to be the kids mess up again. And I was like, okay, who wants to see me, uh, who wants to see my final trick here? And uh, I take out, like, another box, a bigger box, and I show them that it's empty. You know, it's empty. Ooh, nothing in the box. And there's nothing up my sleeve. But I am a master of magic. And I will conjure up a fearsome creature for y'all to uh, behold my true power. And uh, I close the lid and everything. And I've had, like, a type of mag- I had, like, a psychic barrier over it to cover what was in the box, which is my dog. And oh. um, so I close the box and I say some magic words like, ooh, la la shoopa koo And I make smoke appear, whatever. And I open the box and goes, yeah, are your kids ready to see this vicious creature that I have summoned to this plane? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I want to see the creature. He's like, behold, a dragon. And I pull up my dog, whose name oh. is Dragon. <laughs> well, uh, what kind of dog was it again? A, a golden retriever. Oh. Does yeah. he have like? Does he wearing like dragon? Wings? Yeah, he has like little makeshift dragon wings. <laughs> he has like little make. They are crappy looking. You know, they're like poorly made. But he, I have him there. Like dragon, and it's just like him, just pad. You know, just kind of a thing. Totes of dwarves. And so I just put the dog down and let the little kids play with it. Depending on how long this party is, uh, you know, I'll probably continue doing like small little magic tricks here and there. And um, get my paycheck, hopefully. After that, I'll go, go back to the city, see if I can find these little kids. When you say search the city, I don't know if you want, like, if you're expecting these kids to just show up on a silver platter, or what's up? Well, no, I'm just, they're, they're so-called heroes, and... Um, I'm pretty sure they're gonna be out there trying to fight crime, and I don't know maybe if I'll find them today, or it might take me a few days to find them. But I mean, my priority is is if I hear any commotion, anything that sounds like um, in a, like you know something that a hero will show up to, I I rush over there just to see if 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 you know they're the ones who are gonna take this call and you know do the rescuing. I mean, I'm, I'm just going out to places to see if I can run into them or something. Okay, uh, so you go to the local 7-Eleven and you don't see anything. Uh... <laughs> no, I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm searching around, you know, top buildings. You know, if I hear, uh, I hear someone robbing a place, you know, I'll run down there and see if there's anyone shows up. And just hopefully I can, I, I, I... You know, at, in one of these situations of distress, I can run into them. Uh, you're gonna just uh, scope the area out and hear if you see uh, uh, see or hear anything. So you you might hear a bank robbery going off, mm-hmm. going off in progress. Uh, you're able to go and see if you can scope things out beforehand. Yes. Uh, do that. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, you do actually hear a bank robbery going off in progress. Lo and behold, uh, from from above, you can see. That whichever bank it was that you chose the, to save uh, to to see uh, is covered in mist, smoke, and crows. You have found them. Oh, nice. Okay. Does it look like they've been here for a while, or does it look like maybe this is something that just went down? This is something that it looks like it's been going on for a while now. You can kind of see that it's been going on for a while. It's like uh, towards the end of it, essentially. They've already they've already grabbed their dude. I don't know if you can tell. Okay. I guess once I see them walk out the building, I I jump in front of them. I'm like, hey, Smokey. Uh, hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, how you doing? Hey, kind of have some questions for you, man. Uh, now's not a good time. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, where's my manners? Oh wait, I don't care. I have questions for you, dude. Uh, no, we're, we're being serious right now. We really don't have time for this right now. We gotta go. Go? I, uh, do I see, like, is there something around there that's scaring them or something? 
Or does it just look like they're in a hurry to get somewhere? Baggy rock the bank! <laughs> yeah. Okay, can I... Yes, can I assess the situation to Go see ahead. if there if there is a robbery or if they were responsible for the okay, robbery? roll your dice first, then figure out how many questions you can ask me and be very careful with what questions you ask me. Oh, great. It's going to be like dealing with a genie. A genie who can only answer five different questions. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to progress the story forward, guys. I'm not trying to be cryptic about it. Eight, uh, two, four, six, eight, ten. Okay, that's a success. Okay, I guess my first question is, can I, okay, where is the biggest threat? You don't have to ask those specific questions. You can ask any question. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make a big deal about it. Okay, I look around. Do I see anyone, anyone else that isn't these three kids? You see an adult woman. Darker skin, blonde hair. She's dressed in, I guess you could say like a uh, like a uh, padded combat suit. And she is looking at them kind of angrily, almost. Okay. I don't know if this falls under my questions I can ask. Do I know who she is? Yeah, you know who she is. Her name is Nightingale. She is, she is a member of Spectrum. And she is known for wrangling up, essentially. Wrangling up uh, kids... Uh, who are in the organization? She's essentially like a uh, like a mentor character. Essentially, she she's always responsible for uh, guiding a group of kids. Okay, so she's like their den mother, a big sister and a, and a big sister, little brother, whatever those organizations are called. She's there. She's annoyed at them. Uh, so <laughs> other than her, I don't see anyone else. Then. No, uh, other than the uh, you know people who just uh, who are probably still in the bank and they're kind of just like what the fuck is going on kind of thing wait did i use up my two questions or there still questions you used answer? two questions who the fuck is she and i forgot the other question if there was anyone else other than little kids so i do know her that. <laughs> okay and what do you say her name was again uh nightingale and so they look like they're maybe scared is not the right word but they look a bit intimidated with with her there yeah okay all i know is that she's a hero i don't know that that she's with them, like as a like a supervisor. You know that she's a she knows that she's a mentor kind of character, and there's three kids with her. I don't know if you want to put the context clues there. Okay, since I know who she is, do I know what her powers are? Uh, you've heard rumors, um, but you kind of just know that she is uh, she can be kind of loud, and she's kind of good at combat, essentially. Loud and good at combat. I don't know if loud as in she has screeching powers or it's just at, uh, personality wise, but <laughs> it's it's you'll see maybe I don't know. Uh, where where are you looking right now, by the way? I mean, I'm looking around. I have, if they were walking out of the building, I jumped literally right in front of them to stop them. So depending, I don't know where she is in you know relation to me. Again, they already kind of give you uh, intimidated looks uh, looks against you, and then you hear, "Hey, what are you doing?" And you're you turn around. Who, who is is it? Is it Gail? Yeah, it's Nightingale. You turn around to look at her. You're with the little kids. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Little kids? No, they're they're uh, they're they're very clearly they're growing they're growing they're teenagers. Uh, teenagers, kids, same thing. Hmm. They act like little kids, so therefore they're little kids. No, they act like. Yes, they act like children. I understand that, but they are in. They they are still developing. They don't really understand exactly everything they're supposed to do, and they kind of give an intimidated look again. It's like <laughs> so. I tell them. So you're training them, correct? Yeah, I guess you could say that. So what kind of trainer doesn't teach their students that they should ask before the attack? Because I'm pretty sure they didn't tell you. Yes, they didn't tell you that earlier. They decided to rush into a building and attack me and a couple of friends of mine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, in that case, uh, she gets kind of close to you and she says, Turn around! And you do that. And she puts a handcuff around one of your hands. Oh, can I... Is there a way I can create, like, somewhat of a barrier to push us apart? Uh, you can make psychic constructs. Go ahead and try uh, would this be directly engaging a threat at this point, or is this something else? I think this is unleash your powers. I'm hoping it's unleash my powers, because I get free to use for that, and I'm really good at with that. Okay, I just try to create a barrier, push us to the side. Oh god. Okay, 
So I got five, two, plus two, four, nine. On a seven and nine, you mark a condition, or I will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. So I'll I'll give you that option, one or the other. Well, I'm just trying to pull it. I'm trying to get separation. So would it just be like a temporary? It's just a temporary action, I guess, just to get some distance between us. Uh, yeah, it's not very far. Uh, so she grabs your uh your uh, other hand, but she doesn't have the handcuff in it. She just grabs you with the other hand. And uh, she says, stay down, and you feel like you're about to trip. I tell her, what are you doing? I'm I'm a hero. I haven't done anything wrong. Mm, no, well, here's the thing. You are supposed to be registered, and uh, it's nothing against you. You just have to, we just need, we need someone to talk to you about that. I'm saving lives. Because we have no idea. No, here's the thing. We have no idea if this is a front or not. Like, take my kids here, for example. You thought they were bad guys, but they were trying to do a good thing. We try to keep them in check so they don't do things like that anymore. Yes, they fucked up a couple times, but the thing is that we're trying to stop that. I've heard of what these kids are. They're, they're criminals that are trying to be given second chances? Yes, because... Criminals are criminals. There's no going back. That's because everyone can change. Not because... It's not something that makes you who you are your actions they're not what define you exactly it's it's kind of complicated everyone has their own opinions on this i'm pretty sure you've heard of me before not just before your kids usually i'm known by shadow cloak i'm pretty sure you've heard of me doing my job around here have you not and there have also been reports of shadowy figures doing things that are illegal not just not just saving people unregistered but hurting people how do we know those people aren't you i have not killed anyone but people with your powers have killed people before yes and i've taken that to be my job to put them in bars just because i don't have a license doesn't give you the right to tell me not to not to save people no, I have the right to save people because because my actions have accountability to them. I have to uh, answer to someone else, and you do too. There's nothing saying you can't do the things you do, but you got to take responsibility for them. I'm guessing throughout this conversation, I'm getting the hint that there's no way I can talk her down. No. And what about the little the, the other uh, three? Do they look like they're standing back? They don't want to get involved. Um, I don't know if there's like a way that. I can understand what her power was. I don't know if there's something I could roll for that. Uh, maybe I assess the situation again to study her power. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you Don't ask me what her power is because you may not know exactly what it is, maybe. Uh, well, go ahead and see what happens. Just roll and I'll figure it out for you. From your perspective, at least. I got one, two, three, four, five. I'm guessing that's a fail. It's a little fail. You don't really know what exactly it is she's doing to you. Hey, I'm four potentials. Does that mean- wait, that means you get something, right? Uh, no, I think it's at five. Okay, so, I don't think- okay, I- I'm not understanding her powers yet. Um, I do know- uh, you said I do know that she's a good fighter, hand-to-hand fighter, right? Yeah, you're in close combat with her, and she's got- uh, she's- she's just very close to you. Look, I don't want any problems here. All I want is answers. There's people in danger. I just want to understand what happened to them. Mary is not able to keep in what she's seen at this point, and she kind of jumps out between the two of you, and she goes, he's doing something that goes against everything that we know about the technology that he has. Spites found something in Null that he shouldn't have found. He found something that, it's hard to explain, it's like he woke it up. What do you mean, woke it up? And you just kind of look at the kids in there like, hey, Garcia, can we, can we just... Talk to her for just a second, please. Like, just just let her off the hook this one time. And Nightingale's just like, <sighs> what have I told you kids about saying my name? Okay. Uh, she uncuffs you. This one time. One time, okay? Get out of get out of jail free card. Talk to these talk to these kids. I don't really care right now. They they already got their crook. It's fine. Hey, um, they they uh, scoot you aside and they kind of like talk to you. Hey, uh, you know, we, we apologize about the whole you know, giving you shit earlier. But, uh, like I said, we, we're kind of still new to this. We're still kind of thinking, like, uh, criminals. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it's kind of hard to get out of that one. Yeah, um, so we don't know how much you know about that shit, but, uh, there used to be rumors that Null was alive to some degree, but people thought of it as, like, mumbo-jumbo. But, uh, Spite was heavily under the impression that that was the case. We think that he's brought it to life somehow, that 
It, it contaminates people and it tries to survive, but it's not strong enough. When you mean contaminate, do you mean turning them into zombie-like creatures? Well, yeah, I guess so. If you consider zombies being catatonic people. Well, the thing about a zombie is, like, if you watch movies and shit, zombies are like people that have lost something. These aren't really people that lost something. It's more like, yeah, I guess you could say they lose a little bit of a, a, they lose themselves, but they're replaced with something else that isn't whole. Something that's trying to be part of something else. We're, we've got a suspicion, and here's the thing, Miss Nightingale doesn't know about this, uh, which is why we kind of went out without her the last time. Yeah, we've dealt with Spite before, before we were heroes in Spectrum, but the thing is, is that we want to kind of keep this whole, this whole thing kind of secret, because we have suspicion that Spectrum is involved. What do you mean, involved? They've got the most null in the, in the whole world. Yeah, they're, uh, they've, they've basically got a monopoly on the thing. So, like, if you want Null, you gotta get it from them. There's nothing saying that they don't know what's going on. Like, I think they know about the zombies, about whatever's going on. Do you know what they do to them? We had cops come into the building and take them, but they didn't look... They, they acted a bit different. They didn't act like normal cops. Do you know what they do to them? The cops? They took the patient? Yes. The researchers? Yes. That's not good. Right before y'all left, we had some cops come up and take them. They're taking them back. Spectrum. So the officers work for Spectrum? Well, it, it's not something that the hospital's gonna fix. They know where to take them if they're... They, they must have taken them to a Spectrum facility, somewhere that they can be taken care of. Have you ever heard of these weird zombie creatures being able to be turned back to normal? Yeah, no, we, we've talked about it with Spike before. I mean, if hey, after this is all over, if you want to stop by, you know, if you want to stop by tomorrow, we can give you some... We can let you talk to them. You know... The other two guys are going to want to join in. Well, no, by all means. If, hey, if the three of you want to help us out, that's not a big deal at all. Like, more the merrier, right? How sure can you guarantee our safety from Spectrum? Well, we can't protect you, but, like, we can we can warn you if they're coming. Like, we have, we, we know where our people are. Like, we found a way to kind of, like, hide ourselves, but they can't, they, they can't find us, but we can find them. Then tomorrow, meet back at Grimm's place. You can tell them everything you told me. Alright. And I leave, and I go run through the city again, try to see if I can find James. I don't know if he's, if he does superhuman around at night. Okay, uh, then I'm probably still home, probably still with my uncle doing whatever you do when your uncle was there. <laughs> whatever human beings- <laughs> Paul, Paul, I have a question. This is a genuine question I want to ask you. Are you a human being? <laughs> 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 it looks like a human being's hand. Okay, dude, it's really simple. Board games, video games. Around what time would James? Around what time would James be super hearing around? Uh, probably uh, in uh, a narrow window, more or less, like right after school, uh, and one or two hours after that. So I'll, I'll tell the, the three guys if they can meet up around the same time, like maybe like around seven. Um, and I guess the next day I go around around the time that James will be doing his superhero job and try to see if I can uh, get to him and tell him that, hey, you know, the three guys that busted into the building the day yesterday, um, they have information for us and I, I want him to be there for it. So today? Uh, yes, today. They they said they had information for it. Ways to probably help turn Grimm's research people back to normal. Um, I don't know. They When I ran into them yesterday, they were with their mentor. So they were a bit scared to tell me anything big. So they said they had more information for us, but we agreed that they would come visit us tonight. I just want to make sure if you can be there. Sure. Uh, so I'm going to go off somewhere and call my folks so that... uh. They know I'm going to be out uh, later today than, than usual. Yeah, have fun, sweetie. You know, uh, having uh, being a superhero with very passive parents is very, very convenient. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not possible <laughs> without... Or, you know, being an adult who's moved out of his parents' place. I, uh, IRL, uh, I would not, uh, not have been able to have a secret identity if I was a superhero because my parents were always on my ass. <laughs> and me neither. You've met my parents, John. It depends when I start, because eventually, 
don't know. You're you're 17. I don't think your parents heard that. Oh no, I meant like in real know. life. If I were to oh have been a hero <laughs> in my teenage years. Oh jeez, I'm not a teenager anymore. I haven't been for two years. I haven't been a teenager in a long ass time either. I I don't like remembering how old I am. It's been like eight years for me, coming on nine. I don't want to think about it anymore. I, I had a similar panic at work last week. Did did uh did Allison give any information about this to the other three before before the meeting or? Well, uh, I mean, yeah, because I would have met up with James a lot earlier in the day. So I guess throughout the day, I broke my rule of not teaming up and just team up with him for a little while. And you know, while throughout the day, I I slowly explained to to him what the what the other three guys told me, and uh, I try to we try to show up. Uh, like a, a, an hour, hour and a half early to a grim, and I just explain the whole thing of what they told me to. So I, I catch them both up on what what everything they told me from the day before. Right, you guys, you guys get he answers the door, and first thing he does is make sure you guys are the only two there. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna secretly do this again to you. I can't make you fall for the same thing twice. No, I think he just doesn't <laughs> want to spring again any like. Any more random patients anymore? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. Sorry I kind of got snippy with you guys yesterday. I was a bit pissed about my place being wrecked and my researchers being catatonic. Well, we have some bad news. <laughs> the situation is worse than we thought. I, uh, I asked Grip, have you ever heard of Noel being a living thing? Not common knowledge. Uh, rumors, maybe. No, not really. Well... At least nothing believable. According to those three kids, they say Dr. Byte brought it to life. I don't know what they mean by that, but they say that, that Noel is a living thing, or can be made into a living thing. So it's a parasite. I guess that's the best way to explain it. I mean, that best explains... Why your research team went crazy out of nowhere. They say that it's not zombies, but they are being controlled by the gnoll. The only thing is, I don't know if there's a way to turn them back normal. So is it just you two, or do I have more guests coming? Because I don't have enough soda for everyone <laughs> otherwise. They're supposed to come with Dr. Spite. So it's around whatever time you guys said, and you guys uh, get a knock on the door. I answer the door. Uh, it is Dr. Spite. Uh, exactly how he looked like yesterday, except he's, you know, not... Pale as fuck. Uh, the other three are actually not there, uh, but he does have a uh, he does have a, a little video message on his uh, phone that he's kind of like, a little video that he's kind of like got recorded, and it uh, plays really quick. And it goes, "Hey, uh, hey, it's me, Tony. Uh, just want to let you know really quick. Uh, three of us couldn't make it. Uh, do apologize about that." Uh, you know, uh, Nightingale and Scott's doing something right now, and we really can't, uh, uh, meet up, but, uh, Spike is, uh, is on his way, uh, we have recorded this message so you know he's not some sort of weird zombie thing, uh, so you guys can kind of trust us, uh, hopefully this is enough to breach your trust, not, to not, like, you know, make, make you think that we're lying or anything, um, do apologize, we are former criminals, you guys know that, I'm pretty sure, so take, take, and uh, he turns the video off really quick, and he's just like, hey, sorry about yesterday, guys. So, um, care to explain why my three research assistants, who have been my research assistants for quite a long time, even before I was, well, this, are catatonic and... For lack of a better word, zombified. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if well, I don't know how much the kids have told you, but uh, I 
seem to have woken it up. It possesses people, I guess you could say. It. The thing about Null is that all Null is one entity. It's one living being. It's not pieces. It, it, they're, they're not supposed to be pieces. It's supposed to be one whole thing. It can separate, but it's supposed to be together. And the problem with that is, is that when you wake it up, it wants to be with the rest of itself. But it's intelligent enough to know that it can't just move on its own. And so it grabs a hold of the nearest thing and the uh, nearest living thing and it moves it towards where it wants to be. So, you, like, last night, your researchers, they attacked, they were trying to attack me because that's just how it is. Now, the problem with that is that Null has different effects on different people. If the person is a metahuman, it simply nullifies their abilities because the Null is is trying too hard to protect itself. The body tries to fight against it. Metahuman genes simply fight back. And so that it just keeps that at bay. Hum normal humans don't have that physiological response. And so they're open and susceptible to what goes on. Now... I don't think it's any uh, it's any um, surprise then to know that I'm technically a metahuman. I don't really have flashy powers. I can just simply lift at li lift a little bit with a with a uh, psychic kinetic field. It's not useful. I can lift as much as a normal person, but I don't exert my mus my muscles. So that's kind of cool. Uh, but that's that protects me from the whole metahuman thing. Not from the whole uh, null scenario. Your friends, they don't sound so lucky. They're regular human beings. It looks like the null has just consumed them at this point. That's why they're... If if they if their skin feels rubbery at all, they're already past the point of no return. Lovely. So I've lost me three assistants. I am sorry about that. And I hope you understand that... This is my fault, but it's not entirely my fault, if I, if I hope you understand what I'm saying. Accidents in the course of research. No, it was intended, but it's not what I wanted to do. The kids yesterday, they told me that Spectrum holds majority of the gnoll, you know, that there is around here. That's true, right? They, okay, here's the thing, they, they used to work with a black ops, uh, they, uh, with a black market dealer of the stuff. Uh, his name is, uh, Jonathan Barnes, and the thing is, is he's not very cooperative. He tried to kill them, and that's kind of what turned them against him. They turned themselves into the cops, and, uh, hope, they, they hoped that they could talk to Spectrum about it. But we're all kind of aware at this point that Barnes works for Spectrum. I work for Barnes, essentially. So Spectrum knows this is happening. In other words, they were having you do this to the gnome. Right. And what are they doing to stop it? <laughs> Nothing. I think, and this is just me speaking, I can't tell you exactly what's going on, but I have a feeling that they're hiding it from the higher-ups. Like, it's it's a secret on the ground floor that the guys on top don't know about. The underground floor, the bottom, the science department, the, the, um, the scouts, they're the ones who know about this, but... The, the sides of all the departments that the heads don't know about. Right, the R&D, the people that they don't give a shit about. We know, and we've tried to voice our voice our concerns, but we've been told it's all a bunch of rumors and a bunch of hocus pocus. And, interestingly enough, all my data is deleted also. And I have a feeling that it's them, Barnes and his folks. So, question for you. 
What do you know about a de Detective Moreno? Uh, Detective Moreno, uh, she is actually uh, looking after these kids. Not after, as in like taking care of them. She's she's looking for these kids. She was tracking them down and making sure that they're uh, that they're working for Spectrum and they're doing anything else. I have a suspicion that. A parole officer. She's essentially a parole officer, but they also have a mentor, so I don't understand that. So, I've come to the idea that perhaps she is keeping an eye on them for someone else. Mm. So, how do we stop this no virus zombie thing from continuing to happen? Anything we can do. Doctor Spike, is no destroyable. You can Okay, so here's the thing. You can do one of two things to destroy no. You can superheat it to a temperature that is so hot that it's not containable here on this planet. Or freeze it so cold with a temperature that is so cold it can't be contained on this planet and then snap it. Or you don't. One or the other. So, what you're telling us? So, launch it into the sun or launch it into deep space. Yes, you want us to somehow create a sun to throw it into, or create a temperature of zero degrees Kelvin, and then break it. Something that no one in this world has ever been able to accomplish. Well, <laughs> people have been. It's just. Not for very long periods of time. Um, I'm not concerned about... Okay. Here's the thing. There are several metahumans that can There is... Probably. I was just giving you a sarcastic ass answer. Um, Look, I'm... <laughs> mistake me... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You can do so too, Grim. But I thought that when a scientist creates a virus or something, they make sure to also create an antidote before they create the virus. Just in case, you know, something goes wrong. Am I am I not correct in this? You know, why didn't you create a way to stop it before you create it? I thought I told Tony to be very specific with his answers to you. Um, I didn't create no. I woke it up. I didn't make I mean, it. Yes, you created a living thing. Oh no 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 no! I woke it up. Did I say I created it? Law of conservation of matter and energy. Do, do you know how to put it back to sleep? Or what if we put all the null in one space and just give it what it wants? Would that fix it? That sounds like that? Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Yes. No. Wait. It only seems to be violent when it wants to be with the rest of itself. So, yes. I think that'll work. Only problem is that means we have to somehow get all the null out of every single place that it exists in, or just the parts that are alive. How much null is there? Well, assuming that the black market hasn't delivered it to places that we don't know about, which is <laughs> very likely, um, I'm going to assume that the only parts of it that we need are the parts that are awake. The parts that are alive. And so... I'm going to... I, on, I only made about... Maybe... I guess you could say like a barrel full of this shit? I would say. If I had to... I, I'm Okay, J IRL, John Venegas is not good at measuring liquid. Uh, <laughs> Go with milliliters. Not good with liquid. I'm going to say it in pounds. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoever has to figure that one out. <laughs> It's uh, like 300 pounds. A pint a pound the world a, around. A, a total mass would actually be uh, better as far as measuring it. Okay, it's about 300 pounds, whatever that is in kilograms. Okay, divide by two. Alright, <laughs> we're dealing with 150 pints. Uh, in English? <laughs> Give me a sec to find a converter. Wait, is this having a good uterus? This would be... <laughs> What, what? Wait, do you know the mass of null? You can't just get volume with the weight. <laughs> you have to dip it in water, see the displacement, and then it's light. It's, it's light. It's not very dense. 
Oh, great. If you know the molecular density of the material, you can therefore get the ac- get the actual mass. Right, but what's the molecular mass? density of null? <laughs> Uh, um, it's, doctor. it's squishy, so it can, it, it's like, it's like Great. marshmallow fluff. <laughs> Great. Great. Approximately the density of a viscous fluid. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty viscous. Very helpful formation. It's just like marshmallow. It's like marshmallows, guys. <laughs> Are we going to create this day puck marshmallow man? <laughs> Holy fuck, yes! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shadow? Commando? Yes. We're both doctors. We know how to do this math. <laughs> yes, we both know how to do this math. <laughs> oh my god. Let me guess. All this living null is, um, I'm gonna say, located in the main base of uh, Spectrum. It's gotta be somewhere in there. Uh, whether they know it or not. Uh, do you still have the, the null that you fished out of Dr. Spite earlier? Because we got some of it here, then. Oh, Grim. Grim. Pull out the slug that was removed. No, I think he's talking about the actual stuff that was removed from his body. Oh, from mm-hmm. Dr. The, Spite? didn't sound like they took it. No, they didn't. They're kind of dumbasses for that. Picks up the vial off his desk. You mean no? Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. What, what has that been doing? Have you been studying that at all? Asking Grim. I went home last night after everything was done. Blocked off the opening with the remainder of the door of the safe room. <laughs> which, as you can see, is wide open. Um, I I look at it. Is it doing anything? Like, moving or anything? It seems to kind of, like, shiver and shake while it's in there. Almost like it's alone and it knows it can't move. Can we make, like, a null compass? Oh, that'd be awesome. Can we dip it in water and see where it spins? Doctor. Yes? You said that the null is alive. That is... Is it sapient or sentient? IRL, give me a second. Uh, sapient means that it's human-like, and sentient just means that it's intelligent, right? Correct. It's... I would say it's more like a spectrum. It's somewhere in between. Mm. It's leaning... It's... When there's a little bit of it, it's sentient. Light. Kind of-ish. But when there's more of it, it becomes more sapient. I mean, if you want to try to talk to it, maybe it, it might. It's been bonded to me at some point. It might be able to understand a little bit of language. Do you understand anything we are saying? It uh, it flashes really quick, a white light. I'm guessing that's a yes. It does that again. Possibly, but if it's a no, then that just means it's a <laughs> no. That did not mean yes. <laughs> if it says no, then that's a really smart ass. Vile thing. <laughs> Can you understand me? No. <laughs> Ass. Is two flashes no? I do not understand English. <laughs> it doesn't understand your question. <laughs> what are? What are we? I go and get a sealable petri dish and put it in there. <laughs> I, I would be very careful with that. In a. So it was a it was in a vial uh, before you uh, before you put it in the petri dish and it actually turns into a, a smaller compact sphere when you put it inside the petri dish. Yeah, that's better. It has a little bit more movement in there at least. So, I mean, is that what we're gonna do? Are we gonna try to put all this null together? I mean, what? D- Doctor, do you even know what what can happen if that if that occurs? I'm kind of on the fence on this one. It, it's gonna do one of two things, I think at least, and that's it'll get what it wants and it'll leave and go back to wherever it came from. Which we have no idea. We have no idea, but I think that Spectrum might know. Well, if I can actually get a connection to their database, I can find out. Well, Grim, they know who you are, but. They've been trying to recruit me for a while. Why don't you just talk to them? Like you can just—you don't have to—you don't have to agree with anything they say. Just why don't we go in there? I'll book an appointment. I mean, your friends are there, whether they're alive or not. I was going to be booking an appointment to visit them anyway. Okay. So. Hey, uh, you two. Do you guys want to scope out the area? Maybe, maybe like if 
even if the largest amount of it is in their building, any smaller amounts, this little guy might be able to pick up. So if there's a second or third deposit out there somewhere, you guys might be able to find it. Uh, sure. I guess we're teaming up again. You're also teaming up with a little ball of null. I'm totally calling dibs on the newborn character that arises out of this arc. <laughs> <laughs> the what now? The, the newborn. It's a playbook for new entities. Oh my god. So wait, are you telling me that you're expecting this thing to go vision on us? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, any characters that I play, if you guys have to like choose new characters, you are absolutely allowed to take them. <laughs> I want Vape Lord. <laughs> Please, the exception of Vape Lord. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Vape Lord. Well, depending on Crowbar's actual powers, I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god. god. So, uh, I guess so, I mean, that's the plan, I guess, to, I guess that's, I guess you have to do this tomorrow then, or how fast can you set up an appointment with them? Well, they're gonna do a quick background check, but I'm pretty sure they know everything about Grim if they've been, if they've been trying to find him, uh, and recruit him this whole time. Been ignoring the emails for months. <laughs> I mean, you gotta hate it when people just ignore your emails and messages, am I right? Do you think that the, the emails go straight to your spam folder by now? <laughs> I don't mark them as spam because when I did that they managed to find a way around it wait you don't just have a second email address called please send spam I have here? 25 oh dear <laughs> let me guess <laughs> they find a way to message all of them they're surprisingly thorough yeah they are <laughs> uh, only thing they're not allowed to do is spy on you they have been very yeah this only thing they really can't do because they've been busted for that a couple of times they have a, a cape with the Clean Slate program, who's like the originator of like the spam email chains. <laughs> and, and now their job is recruitment. <laughs> At any rate. Oh god. <laughs> Little ball of no. Take us to your leader. <laughs> I'm going to let you be with them. They will help you find other pieces. Okay. It shines and it rolls around. I have an important question. What are we naming this piece of gnome? It it flashes a little bit and it's like makes it it, it forms a little question mark inside of the petri dish. This is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Can you name it Flubber? <laughs> it it Flubber. shakes around like it's saying no. <laughs> hey, how does it know what Flubber think... is? <laughs> Are you watching movies in the lab? <laughs> what a coincidence! <laughs> wow, the scientist watches movies about science in his lab. <laughs> um, hey guys, I think I watched Jurassic Park in there at some point. Is that dangerous? <laughs> How about Terry? <laughs> Terry. Why Terry? Because... It's been torn apart? Well, this thing has no gender and we need to refer it by some name. We can't just keep calling it Nullball. <sighs> call, it, call it Nelly. Nelly. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. I like Nelly. Did you say Nelly or Nelly? Call you, can we call you Nelly? It glows. I think that's a yes. Alright. Now, Nelly, don't try to use people, okay? These two are going to help you find pieces that are out and about. It, um, stays still for a second and it glows. But very, very quickly. A little quicker than it did before. This is you being sassy, isn't it? Me being what? <laughs> this is what it... This is you being sassy, the, isn't me it? Me or the null? <laughs> the oh. null. Probably both. <laughs> it, it, it does... Probably. It, both. Uh, it, it, it does that again, but like three or four more times. <laughs> Shadow? Yes. He hands over the uh, Petri dish with the ball. With small, like, hint of not wanting to, I grab it. Okay. Hey, James, you want a pet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I could hide... Will his parents even let him have that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a question. I haven't been paying... I, I didn't pay 100% attention to this. Has, has David hold... Uh, has Allison held the thing at all this whole time? No. It doesn't like you. Doesn't mm -hmm. like me. Specifically you. Then I hand uh, it over to James. That's odd. Yeah. 
it usually I haven't seen it react like that before to people. So I guess I'm I'm holding a petri dish of of no. Actually, not knowing my power set, which reminder, I don't know my power set in character. I'm probably the most suited to carry around a petri dish because I have superhuman balance. <laughs> 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 Which, by the way, oh, one moment, by the way, comes back with a much larger Petri dish for when for when it gets bigger. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I forgot um, about that. I guess I, like, put it in my bag, cushioned by my clothes. Wait, wait, hold on. Do you have... What size is this Petri dish? <laughs> there are actually multiple sizes of Petri dish, most of them used in biology. Oh, okay. Because I, I just imagine, like, a big clock kind of thing. So wait, did you just put them on an agar plate? Various types of um, bacterial cultures and such. They're sealable petri dishes that he's handing. One has the one that the one that has the ball, and then there's a larger one for when it gets bigger. Yeah, so I'm gonna put the larger one in my bag, nestled around my my change of clothes, so that it doesn't like break or anything later. Doctor, you got a place you're staying at the moment? Well, I mean, I could go back home, but I'm pretty sure I'm being watched. Uh. Which... I'm going to be being watched here soon, too. Yeah, so. uh, I have a creeping suspicion that you guys might end up seeing the cops pretty soon again. I am so sorry about all of this. I'm really... I guess I could say preemptively. I'm kind of grateful that you guys believe me and are willing to work around with me. It's not... It's not a... I mean, it's, do you really have any other choice? Well, there's an old saying. Take away everything that it's definitely not, and what remains, no matter how impossible, is the truth. Yeah, I like, I like the cutting of your Don't remember who said I'm it. I'm pretty sure that was Sherlock Holmes. That's a fictional <laughs> character, but... <laughs> or is he? <laughs> well, there is, the, there is the author that wrote that. So I guess I'm quoting whoever hey, that Watson! Uh, s- no, uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, I believe. <laughs> Thank you, Commander. Book nerd. I have to read for school. Eh... Just wait till they have you read Catcher in the Rye. Joke's on all of you guys. I never read when I was in high school. Just playing around with a chemistry set, huh? I'm messing, I'm messing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is there anything else the doctor can tell us? Or is that pretty much all he has to say? For uh, Spite, I think that's all he knows for sure about what's going on. Okay, so Gremlin's going to start going through his emails, seeing if any of the emails are pr- basically an open invite to Spectrum headquarters. I'm surprised they're all, they're all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Just hit send. <laughs> and they go back, like, how, how, long have you, how, how long have you been like this? Uh, I'd say six months to a year. Okay, uh, about that long. Uh, they, as soon as Long they, enough to get used to as it. As soon as they found out about it, they're kind of desperate. Like, like, <laughs> at least that's what you think. Because <laughs> you've already mentioned that you think that they take anyone. Maybe that's why you get that idea. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> you guys split off on your own separate ways for this, uh, for the next one? Yep. Before I leave, I tell Grim, please don't join. <laughs> I will do what needs to be done in order to get done what needs to be done. They will offer you cookies and wondrous prizes. I am an absolute carnivore these days. (laughs) But from what I've heard... Don't eat anything they offer you. Trust me. (laughs) Yeah, that's what... Don't eat anything they offer you. Last time I did, I ended up destroying downtown. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Pack a lunch. (laughs) Uh, Spectrum seems to be hiding more than what they're letting us know. I think there's something really dark going in there. So you watch yourself. Just to be a smartass, he grows an eye on his hand and points at it himself. Okay. <laughs> why do I even... Okay, I just look at him and like, why do I even bother? And I, I just hug James to tell him, hey, come on, let's go. By the way, a quick aside, Gremlin is basically the smart-ass old man. I think you found a good companion for the next episode, then. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Two snarky guys! Oh, God. Uh, I, I just wanted to make an aside. If you're both, like, the the sat, sat, or whatever old man, uh, I forget. I was gonna say sassy. Uh... 
I can't wait for you guys to walk into Spectrum and be like, oh no, there's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured I figured Dr. Thorne is about 26, 27. No, we're, it doesn't matter. Uh, I forgot what my note said on Spite. I don't think I don't remember he was old or not. He's not old. I know that. I don't just don't know if he's middle aged or if he's. Just... He's just older than most. Old enough to be a doctor. Yeah, clearly. Which I mean means he's at least very intelligent. May before we do leave, can I ask Doctor? He's forty eight. Uh-huh. If he knows anything about uh, Nightingale. Nightingale. Yeah. Nightingale. Do I know Nightingale? Uh, what does she look like? I don't know. Uh, I forgot how you described her. Uh, black blonde hair, combat suit. I just said she had dark skin. She's she's like Hispanic. She wears a uh padded uh combat suit. Do I know her? Oh yeah, I think she arrested me once. What's her deal? Do you know what she can do? I ran into her earlier, uh, or I mean late last night, and she, I felt like. Couldn't understand what she was doing. She somehow made me freeze up. Well, not everyone's powers are, um... Well, it depends on your ranking. Uh, the powers that are available as common knowledge. Because sometimes people's powers are also their weaknesses. And they don't really want people to know them. But I'm pretty sure Nightingale has some low-level mind control. And that's just from my personal experiences with her. Well, I hope I don't run back into her then. I don't think I can help a fight with her. Thank you. I mean, ideally, we shouldn't be fighting any heroes. I mean, we're... Well, we're... I mean... She's we're, gonna, we're gonna. I mean, yeah, but, again, we're illegally superhearing around, so I'm pretty sure, no matter how hard we try to talk them down, they're not gonna listen to us. Especially since I tried to talk her down. And it seems like she was really committed to taking me in. At any rate, I promise I won't drink the Kool-Aid. I'll just spy on the cult. Can you even be poison? It seems like your power will prevent that from happening. I've never tried. <laughs> Please don't start today. <laughs> you could start with like alcohol. Can you get it's not, drunk? It's not the time for experiments right now, Doctor. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, side note, how much biomass does Gremlin have? Because I don't remember. Okay, if he doesn't eat for longer than a week, I figure that's why he ends up looking like a full-on gremlin. Like, really short, squat, kind of gnarly. Gnarly. Um, if he consumes biomass regularly, he can look almost human, except for the fact that his fa- that he looks like he was burned all over. Uh, James, does James have anything to say before we get to end the session? No, I'm ready to go. And so, I, I think freeze frame on running out holding <laughs> holding <laughs> <Nelly. laughs> is this like one of those a- hold on hold on is this like one of those anime ones where the, you run out and it's like a freeze frame on your face but it, like the perspective is off so everyone else is in, like far off in the distance but they're really like a foot away from you yeah like the animation budget <laughs> ran out or something <laughs> that's uh... Let's grow closer as a team, well, not let's, but you guys get to grow closer as a team, or grow to an image of yourself, or grow away from the team. So, what's up? Uh, don't all start at once. Okay, I'll go first. I'm going to grow closer to the team, because in all honesty, he's starting to be really entertained by these two. (laughs) Plus, they brought him someone smart to talk to. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I think a little offense to that, but not a lot. <laughs> okay, both of your characters straight up attacked first. <laughs> I I hold by I did not attack first. I actually didn't throw a punch or a kick until after uh, Shadow got attacked. You still weren't exactly being. Um... Conducive to de-escalating the situation last session. Fair. <laughs> and for that, I'm going to mark potential. Uh, wait, who specifically made you feel welcome, though? Um, in this particular case, I'm going to give it to the character that, um, actually brought the information to Dr. Thorne, because 
that's a really intelligent thing to do. I mean... Bring him the information he needs to know what needs to be done. Technically, Allison brought it to you because she went out of her way to go get it. Yeah, and I'm guessing that that was mentioned before the meeting. Yes, you knew about some of the information before Spike came by. Kind of one of those things of, okay, you did a you did a stupid yesterday. This is pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, give influence to that character. That means that or mark potential. Or, oh, you did that. Okay, never mind. Never mind. You marked potential. You get. Right, no, you give influence and clear condition or mark potential. Oh, okay, okay. So, so you get. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's. Clear condition or mark potential, but you still have to give character influence. Ah. Well, Semantics. She will have it. And I finally have one potential. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go carried away with all the potential energy. You're so good at this. <laughs> Alright. Um, James? Uh, I am also going to grow close to the team. Uh, I believe you both still have influence over me. So I'm gonna give influence to... Uh, uh, Shadow, because I still don't know if her name is Allison. And uh, since you already have it, you can shift my labels. Now, do you want to shift my labels blindly, or do you want to uh, uh, know what they are right now first? Um, what are they at? Uh, Savior and Mundane are at plus three, and everything else is at minus one. What happens if you go above plus... Oh, what's the max again? I forgot. Plus three. So the max is plus three. If you go above plus three or below minus two, you actually mark a condition. Don't get too cocky on me, son. <laughs> and I have to add it randomly, or can I choose? You can choose. You move one up and one down. So you could move down, like, Savior or Mundane, and that would keep me from getting a condition. Uh, would, do you need one more than the other? No, uh, honestly, like, uh, I really like the idea that these labels represent how you view yourself, so I'm not too worried about the stats. Uh, I do use... I actually use them equally. Both one, one of my skills is mundane, one of them is plus savior. So it really doesn't matter. Because, I mean, I can raise one of your negatives if you want. I was going to probably try to do, like, danger if you wanted to. Unless you want me to, uh, unless, yeah, unless you're okay with lowering mundane. Uh, that, that works. I, I want you to adjust it based on how you, you think your influence would affect me. Well, I would want you to be more safe. I don't want you getting in, you know, hurt and if you're gonna be because you already you already reached your defense pretty high so i would uh, i would want to raise your danger so in case you try to engage someone and you would lower which one uh probably mundane all right so my danger is now at zero and my mundane is at two and i guess i'll mark potential since i still don't have conditions right now allison yes endo sesh (laughs) <laughs> um, I guess I'm also gonna go with glow cl- closer as a team because at first it was the only person that was really making me want to stay was uh James, but it seems like I guess it's, it's like Grim said he was a little bit peeved the day before, so that probably would have made him hard to just be around. But I guess with the cool head, it made me like you know this is someone I can probably work with. You know, someone that at least knows what they're doing. So I think I he made me clo- he made me grow a little bit more closer to the team. And instead of giving myself a potential, I'm just gonna clear condition and take away the insecurity. Okay. No, I like that. You you you've lost a little bit of your insecurity and you're finding security in your team. Yeah, that works. So uh yeah, we'll see you guys next week. And uh <laughs> I'm I'm really excited to see what happens. Alright.